isn't it good to be part of a church that's doing something in the community? Amen? So not only do we do things in the community, you, you know that we do things around the world, and we've got 11 missionary families all over the world, really, and we're privileged to have one a couple here this morning, Pierre and Marielle Paradis, and uh, they're currently in South Africa after serving seven years in Lubumbashi in the DRC, the Democratic Republic of Congo, and I can still remember the conversation that we had a couple of years ago, and we've supported them their whole journey uh, as missionaries, and we sat in a restaurant, and they talked about the new thing that God had led them to. Uh, where they're currently in South Africa, and they are directors of what's called MET, which is Missions, Exposure, and Training. And the idea and the vision is that Africa would not only be a continent that receives missionaries, but a continent that sends missionaries who are trained right there in Africa and go around the world. Uh, Jesus said that the gospel would start in Jerusalem and go to Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. That means it's going to go around the world. Who knows that an African missionary might be called to bring the gospel right back to Jerusalem where it started. So I'd like them to come and to share their heart and their vision uh, with you as a congregation. Please welcome Pierre and Marielle Paradis. Morning, church. Morning. <laughs> Amen. And Jambo Kanisa. Il y a des Congolais. Is there some Congolese here this morning that speaks Swahili? Kenya. Okay. Kenya. Okay. Your Swahili is better than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because uh, seven years in Congo, I learned Swahili. Not all, but. Uh, it's okay for uh, the conversation. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in Congo, it's good because uh, the, the language is easy for me, uh, French and Swahili. And um, just pour vous dire, Jambo Kanisa veut dire bonjour église. Jambo Kanisa means uh, uh, good, good morning church. Yeah. And you yeah. respond to that, Jambo Sana. It's Jambo Sana. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay, Jambo Kanisa. Jambo Sana. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. And, uh, um, et on continue quand même la mission un peu au Congo. So we continue our mission still in Congo while yeah. we are in South Africa. Avec uh, les enfants, uh, les enfants du Congo. We have a sponsorship program for the children there that's called uh, Child Care Child Plus. Child Care Plus, yes. Alors, j'ai quand même 200 enfants et plus de parrainés. We have more than 200 children that have been sponsored from Canada. Alors, je remercie le Seigneur parce que beaucoup ont répondu à l'appel pour adopter un enfant au Congo. So, I just want to be thankful to the Lord to see that there's many sponsors here, especially in Quebec. Yeah, et il y a des enfants encore qui demandent encore un parrain pour les aider pour aller à l'école. But we still have some children to be sponsored, so we have a table at the exit on your left-hand side. 
And you et, can see those profiles. et une fois par année, moi et Pierre, on, on va au Congo pour voir visiter tous nos enfants. Et une fois par année, moi et Pierre, to uh, update the profile. Yeah, but now we are in South Africa, Pretoria in South Africa, the mission MET. And I'm used to translate. MET. And MET, the, the mission, uh, bon, they asked a um, director français. When they were searching for a director in Pretoria, they were asking for French-speaking people. Parce que là-bas, on a quatre sessions par année. Each year we have four sessions. Et une session dure un mois. And one session, it uh, goes for one month. Et on peut accueillir entre uh, 20 étudiants, 15 et 20 étudiants par, uh, par session. So usually we host about 20 students per session. Et on, vu qu'on a quatre sessions, on a une en anglais. We have four sessions, one in English. And trois French. And three in yeah. French. <laughs> Alors, le, le besoin était pour les pays francophones. So it seems there was a more uh, need for uh, French-speaking countries. Alors, ceux qui viennent à Met, so those that come to Met, ce ne sont pas des nouveaux convertis, ce sont des pasteurs, des leaders. They are not a new convert, they are leaders. Ils viennent apprendre de la mission. And they just want to be aware more about mission. Ils sont en classe, ils ont des cours en classe. So they have uh, classes mais ils ont, aussi, ils ont aussi la pratique. But they have also, uh, on, the on les amène euh, dans différents, euh, différents euh, bon, pour connaître différentes religions. We bring them, for instance, in a different kind of religion. On va dans des, des temples bouddhistes. We go to the Buddhist temple. On va dans des mosquées. In the mosque. Dans le, où est-ce que Krishna, hein? vous connaissez And la, la religion Krishna. Ari, Ari Krishna awareness. Alors, ils sont là pour apprendre. So we bring them for them to learn. Alors quand ils retournent dans leur pays, s'ils font face à, euh, avec des, des musulmans ou d'autres religions, so ils, when they will return in their own countries and they will face ils, those uh, major religions, ils savent comment témoigner parce qu'ils connaissent. Maintenant. They will have some clue how to uh, communicate the gospel to these people. Oui, alors c'est vraiment une grande mission. Priez pour nous. So we ask your prayer. It's a great mission. Uh, because in South Africa, all is different, uh, different, hein? the language is different, c'est different. Um, bon, the language is uh, uh, English and Zulu, another language, Zulu. And the, the people white and black together. You understand? Alors, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, for my husband, it's not difficulty because speak well English, um, uh, understand. understand well, but for me, it's, it's difficult because my English is poor. And, and uh, bon, with, with my staff, uh, where who, uh, on, on est, I met, uh, with my staff, it's okay because I speak with my mouth and speak with my hand. Yeah, it's okay. My difficulty is, sorry, the church. The church, bon, the, bon, just before the church, I pray, oh, Lord, I won't understand all. But when, when the song begins, not understand all. And uh, when the, the pastor preach, not understand. <laughs> Because speak uh, too fast. 
and uh, the, the language, the, bon, different, le, the accent sometimes the accent, is difficult. Hein, the accent, uh, yeah, alors c'est difficult for me, but I, je dis toujours que un jour, one day I understand all because you pray for me. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Alors, God bless you. Mungo akubariki sana. And have a good day. Hallelujah. We are very pleased to be with you this morning. It's wonderful to be in the center of Montreal and to see all this craziness around. So I'm not a Pokemon. Don't try to catch me, please. <laughs> But you might, might earn some point. <laughs> Hallelujah. My name is Pierre, my wife Marielle, and I think we can give her a big clap because she's doing fine in English. It was almost a nightmare for her to say that she will be going to Pretoria, South Africa and be surrounded by English-speaking people, but I think she's doing fine. And like she said, when she don't have the word, she make the, 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 the sign, you know, sign language. So one day she was asking one of our workers to send tablets, and she didn't know how to say that. So she said, you go like this. <laughs> so that was good. He understands what he has to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. I remember we were, here, we were here six years ago, I think, for a mission convention. And we had the privilege to be the one that were the guest speaker to open it. And it was uh, very interesting to do that. And I must confess, the place has changed. Hallelujah. You have done a great job. And I will say, Evangel doesn't look 100 years old now. It looked brand new. Hallelujah. I just want to congrat congratulate also everybody. Maybe you're not someone that were here 100 years ago. But maybe you have many years in that church. And it's an anchor church for us as missionaries. So my name is Pierre, my wife Marielle, we've been married for 39 years, and we have three grown-up children. We are grandparents of four grandchildren, and when we are in Canada, we live together with my son and my four grandchildren, so it's quite a treat for us when you go away for two years and you just come back for a few months. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we just want to go into the Word. Like it has been said, we have started our 10th uh, years in Africa in, uh, this year in February. We have started the 10th year, and we have already nine uh, done. And um, it's been a great uh, opportunity, a great challenge also to be in DRC. We've been there seven years, but now we are in Pretoria training people to become missionaries. We believe that Africa has reached the maturity now to send missionaries. For centuries, they received missionaries. Now we believe that from Africa, there will be a lot of people coming and going and join the mission uh, task force to reach that word for Jesus and have him coming back to bring his church to him. Hallelujah. And we want to work towards that. So if you have your Bible or your iPhone, iPad, or every uh, electronic device that you might have your Bible on, we will turn in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. And the title of my message is, You Shall Receive Power. And we can read it. I think we are quite familiar with that verse. <clears throat> 
But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. You shall receive power. That's quite an interesting theme, and I will just write, want to bring you maybe in Congo just for a few seconds, just to show you how we will preach that kind of message. So the preacher will come and probably will say, my title today of my message is, you shall receive power. Hallelujah. I will receive power. You will receive power. He, he will receive power. She will receive power. We will receive power all together. They will receive power back there, down there. You will receive power in the mezzanine. We will receive power together. We'll have the Holy Spirit power. And I put my shirt, my power shirt today. But you can speak like that in Congo for hours, saying nothing. <laughs> so we want to put some meat on that message. I'm sure you agree. <laughs> but it's fun. But I don't have the voice to do that for hours. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit. We want to speak about that because we believe that there's no uh, powerful witness without the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that if that church has stand for a hundred years, it's because that at its inception, the Holy Spirit was there. There was the power of the Lord. And the power of the Lord made the, the whole difference. So I say that the power of the Holy Spirit is the driving force to put the inside out in order for others to see what Christ has done in our lives. So I just want to put the, your team in my message today. Inside Out Church, because even the text that we have read, we read from Act 1-8, but you know that in Act chapter 2, the church was locked inside praying. But when they received the power from above, they went outside. The inside came outside. And the people were able to see what Jesus Christ did into their lives. And they were, many people were saved. And I pray that that thing will continue in the church, and especially here at Evangel. Amen. It's the driving force. We need the Holy Spirit. It's an invisible ally for us. But when we have the power of the Holy Spirit, it's not in order only to speak in tongues or to have uh, some gifting or utterance from above. But there's something more in the power of the Holy Spirit that we need to understand. And I want to stress today uh, four areas where the Holy Spirit wants to bring us and work with us. Hallelujah. So we'll see different aspects. So I would say that the power from behind in the Holy Spirit, it's what we call authority. We have a power behind us. Hallelujah. And it's authority. If we go just a click before, we have that soldier standing alone. I don't know what, yeah, that's it. And sometimes, you know, we feel like that. We feel alone. We are in our own battle. We are in our own struggle and trials as a Christian. And sometimes we can share that with others. It's good. We can uh, take the load together. But sometimes we feel alone. We are like this soldier. We, we think we are alone. We want to put our weapon down. But sometimes we forgive or we forget what we have behind us. And we have the power from above. 
Hallelujah. I can imagine that soldier feeling that he's alone and at one point he's facing the enemies and he doesn't know what will happen to him. But when he looked behind him, there's a big tank. And I'm sure he will go like this if he's going like that, uh, looking down and his weapon is down. When he sees the tank, he will put his arm, his weapon up and he will start to walk towards the enemy because he now has authority. The Holy Spirit gave us that power from behind. We have the whole heaven with us, helping us to share Jesus Christ with people, to stand <coughs> sorry, in the crowd and say that Jesus is still the only way to God. Hallelujah. Is the truth, the life, and the way. Power from behind, authority. Next slide. The Bible says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your name are written in heaven. Hallelujah. We can be very uh, uh, thankful to God about that. He has given us authority. You know, sometimes, especially in Africa... They speak so much about the devil that sometimes you, you wonder if it's a church of God or a church of the devil. Because they speak always about the devil, the problems that the devils bring, the demon and all these things, the sorcerer, the witchcraft. But we must confess that we cannot put God and the devil side by side like this. God is way above and the devil is down. He's been defeated at the cross of Calvary. So we just have to walk and take authority and do the things that the Lord shows us to do. Hallelujah. That's the power from behind. We have something that pushes us to do the work of the Lord. Secondly, we have power from within. And that's what I call motivation. We can show what's next. I have here, um, uh, I would say, a, a parallel or a comparison between winners and losers. Hallelujah. A loser will say, it might be possible, but it's too difficult. And sometimes we think like that. But a winner will say, it might be difficult, but it's possible. Hallelujah. The loser will see the pain. The winner will see the gain. The loser see the problems. The winners see the possibilities. The loser, let it happen. The winners, make it happen. Hallelujah. And I am enjoying that initiative that you have with those Pokemon guys. Because that's make it happen. Hallelujah. We do something. We enter the, the flow. We enter the wave that is already, already there to bring those people to Jesus Christ. To show them that there's something more to catch than a Pokemon. There's the eternal life in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we have that power from within. And sometimes we might feel discouraged, but the Holy Spirit comes. And in our inner life, it will bring some, uh, I would say, strength in what we have to do. Thirdly, we have the power up front. And that's what I call direction. You know, sometimes we don't know which way to turn. There's so many signs, especially in here in Montreal, when you want to park, you have almost to look at the post for at least two minutes and say, okay, that day you don't have the time. This time you don't have the right here. You need that sticker. Here it's good. So at the end, you park your car and you have a ticket. 
Sometimes in our lives, it's like that. It's too many signs. We don't know where to turn. We don't know where to go. We have big decisions to take, but we don't know what to do. Have you ever feel like that? Even as Christians, sometimes we feel that we have a step to make, but we don't know if it's right or left. So I will give you a little advice. Follow the wind. Hallelujah. Near each airstrip, you have that kind of flag, you know. And it showed the direction of the wind. So the pilot will be able to get his plane in the flow and will be able to fly. So I think we have to do the same thing. The wind of the Holy Spirit, it will give us direction. It will bring us into the things that God has for us. In Romans chapter 8 verse 14, it says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And intentionally, I took... I take that picture because you have a dove that symbolizes the Holy Spirit. But you have also the Word of God. Because, you know, sometimes you have people that say, Oh, uh, the Lord told me uh, I've been led by the Holy Spirit. But what they do or what they think, it's not in accord with the Bible. So we have a problem. We are spirit-led, but we are also Bible-based believer. And what we do, what we say must be uh, in accord and harmony with the Word of God. Galatians chapter 5, verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Hallelujah. That's a great thing to be free of all the things that the man wants to put on us. But we are free to serve Christ. We are not free to serve ourselves. We are not free to do our own things. We are free in order to obey the will of God in our life and do that will in our life. Hallelujah. That's the power from up front. Hallelujah. We have a direction. We know where we are coming from and we know where we are going. Thank God for that. Power all around. Protection. How many times we heard Christians that have been in very difficult situation, even accident, and they walk out with nothing. No bruise, no wound, because they had protection around them. Maybe yourself, you have experienced this. I have, I have experienced that many times, God's protection around us. And, you know, when my uh, little uh, daughter... The second one was young. She wanted a pet in the house. And my son was allergic to cat and dogs. So we bought her a hamster. You know that little things? It's a rodent, eh? It's like a rat, but with some fur. And uh, in order to give him some exercise, you don't want to let him go around in the house because he can uh, go into a crack. He can go into the wall and start to chew your electrical wire. So it's not a good thing. So they sell a ball that you can put that hamster inside and he can go along and uh, have some exercise and at least you can find him. But sometimes he was going down the stairs. He arrived at the bottom. He was a little bit <laughs> confused. But it, at least we were able to find that thing and get him some exercise. You know, I found on the internet that you have those kind of balls for people. <laughs> And when we speak of that power of the protection of the Holy Spirit around us, I think spiritually we are like that. We are protected. Hallelujah. 
not only against, uh, let's say, accident and things like that, but even against things in the spiritual realms. We are protected. We are under the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't have to fear. Hallelujah. We can go forward and do what we have to do in the name of Jesus. In the book of Psalm 139, verse 5, the psalmist says, You hang me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. I like that verse. It means that the hands of God are surrounding us. We are in that, let's say, that ball, that spiritual ball is protected in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the book of Psalm, also, verse, uh, chapter 5, verse uh, 12 Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Hallelujah. So we have a shield. We have, a, I would say, a spherical shield that surrounds us, protect us. We have the Holy Spirit that guides us. We have the work of the Holy Spirit that it's not only there for us to enjoy the gifting and the, even the fruit of the Spirit, but the Holy Spirit has been given to us to be witnesses, to go outside, that the inside will go out and the people will be able to see what church looks like, not a building, but the people that are Christian, that are disciples of Jesus Christ. You shall receive power, power for authority. Hallelujah. We need authority, power for motivation. Sometimes we are discouraged. We need motivation, power for direction. We need to be led by the Spirit of the Lord and power for protection. The Lord himself is our protection. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 24, verse 49 Jesus said, I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Hallelujah. Have you been clothed with power from on high? It's very important for us. We won't be able to do the work of the church, to do the work of the Lord, if we don't take all the weapon and all the things that he has given us, that he has put into our hands. And we need that the Holy Spirit will take control of our life and we will be able to go and do what the Lord wants to do uh, in our life as individual, in our marriage, in our family, and even in the church as a corporate body. We will be able to influence uh, this city. Hallelujah. So I will ask you to stand. I will ask the worship team to come back. And we'll just have a song. And I think it will be a good thing this morning to just raise our hand to the Lord and say, Lord, just fill me. Hallelujah. Fill me from the power on I. Fill me from the power from above. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we think we can manage this Christian life by ourselves, but we will fail because we need the power of God. There's so much thing that come against a Christian. And probably you're aware of that. You have people that you testified to. They come to Christ. They have that brand new faith in Jesus. And it seems that all the problems of the world fall on their life that very day or the week after. And they are disturbed by that. But it's quite normal because when you take the stand for Jesus, you have new enemies. And these enemies will try to stop you. So this morning, we, have to, we need to be filled by the power of Jesus, we have to be filled by the power of the Holy Spirit 
to feel that protection around us, direction in our life, authority, and also the motivation inside that will help us to finish the race and to go to the finish line with glory and to the glory also of God in our lives. So I will invite you just to maybe raise your hand. And just before that, maybe you are here. <laughs> maybe you are searching a Pokemon here. I have something more for you than a Pokemon. I have Jesus Christ. Maybe you know the name, but you know, don't know the person. If you are here for the first time, you don't have that assurance in, our, in your heart that your sin have been forgiven, that you have the eternal life, that you have something to not only died for, but also to live for. Jesus is here to give you that. Maybe you are searching for a sense, a direction in your life. Jesus can give you that. So I will ask that we should bow our head, close our eyes. And if there's someone here that will say, Pastor Pierre, I need Jesus. I need direction in my life. I need that Jesus will come and be my friend. And I will walk along with him until he take me for eternity. If you don't have that assurance that Jesus is your Savior and that your sin have been forgiven, I will ask you to raise your hand and we will pray together. Hallelujah. Is there someone? Yes, I see your hand. Thank you. Yes. Is there other people? You want to receive Christ afresh in your life? Hallelujah. 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 I want to pray and I will ask those people that raised their hand or maybe you didn't raise their hand for some reason but you want to join in in that prayer. I will just ask you to repeat after me. And it's not magic words. It's on ordinary words, but you have to believe them. So let's pray together. I will ask the church also to join in and to repeat after me. Dear God, I come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. I want to give my life to him. I want to have my sin forgiven. And today I heard your word. And I want to confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my life. And I know that you will bring peace, love, and hope. And you will give direction to my life until the end. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe you have some need. Maybe in the things that I have touched this morning, I touched some sensible things in your life. Maybe you want to come forward just for a few minutes. So I will ask you to come and we will pray together. Hallelujah. Just come forward as the worship team leads us into a song. You can come and we will pray. Hallelujah. Maybe you need direction in your life. Maybe you have two ways in front of you and both seems good, but the Holy Spirit can tell you which one to take. Maybe you need some motivation. Maybe you came here discouraged. The Holy Spirit can bring you up again. Hallelujah. So just feel free. It's for you. It's not for me. It's for you. And God wants to bless you this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.